Welcome to the American Citizens Abroad podcast. I'm Michelle. Today I'm chatting with Josh and Vicky, YouTubers known as A Couple of Nomads and Americans currently living in Valencia, Spain. Welcome. Thanks for chatting with us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. In the middle of the pandemic, you and your puppy decided to leave the U.S. and move to Spain. What inspired you to move, especially in the middle of a pandemic? Have you always wanted to live abroad? We love traveling and living abroad was something we always wanted to do. This was a very long-term plan, but of course we didn't know if it was going to be in the middle of a pandemic when we first started to plan for it. We felt just regardless of the pandemic, it was the right timing for us. So we decided to just move forward and do what we always wanted to do. What made Spain your top choice for your destination? We were searching for the destination we wanted to move for a while. Then we visited Valencia prior to move a couple of times. And we lived in L.A. before and we loved the climate and kind of laid back vibe. And kind of that's sort of the thing that we're looking for. And Valencia resembled a lot in that sense. It checked a lot of boxes of what we wanted, like weather, cost of living and laid back lifestyle. Spain is a country that has so much to offer. How much planning went into your move, especially since it was in the middle of the pandemic? How long was it from the decision to move to the planning and organizing to move to landing in Spain? Oh, God, it was it was lots of planning. There is a lot to do trying to forecast a move, especially of this nature, where you're getting rid of everything that you own just to move abroad. You're exchanging one life and hoping that the new life is going to be as you planned. Preparing ourselves financially was difficult. You had to save a lot of money and try to count everything you have to make sure you're able to withstand a time frame that we wanted to live abroad and, and how long that's going to take us. We had bought our home here in Valencia prior to our move. We kind of already had that set up for us, so we didn't have to come here and look for a property and relieve at least that pressure valve of what are we going to do once we get there. Of course, we had a new set of problems because we had to remodel and everything once we got here, which there were a lot of hiccups and bumps in that. But at least we were planned out as far as money and where we're going to live once we landed in Spain. Land, get in a taxi, and we can go to our home. Besides preparing financially, right? So that took a long time. And then once we decided to move, and obviously we didn't anticipate this whole pandemic would happen. We had a visa interview on the day that Spanish government went under lockdown. So we were literally the last interview with the Spanish consulate in L.A. We got very lucky. But because of that, the whole visa got delayed due to pandemic. So I think I would say the whole process took, what, two to three years? Yeah. Just from the point of a starting of financially prepare. And then visa itself took us about... That took four, five, four, five, five months, months. Yeah, because of the pandemic. Yeah. So it was not any like quick decision or quick move, but it was very planned out from saving money to purchasing a house and then applying for the visa and all of that. What did your families think about your relocation to Valencia? I am originally from South Korea. My family's still there. Obviously, I've moved away from South Korea. That's a long way to the United States. And they already kind of know where I'm moving around. And even within the United States, we've moved around so many times. And Josh also lived in South Korea. Yeah. 
So I think our families at this point, even when we decided to move to Spain, they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> they weren't too surprised. No. Yeah. At this point, they're kind of like, okay, you guys are going to move around wherever. Oh, what's your next destination type of thing? I mean, I think we're probably 30 countries in or something. Yeah. So, you know, where we traveled. They're pretty used to it. They've given up on trying to figure out where we're going to go next. Yeah, I think they're not even surprised at this point. (laughs) And how did your YouTube channel come about? One of the biggest reasons that we decided to move out of the United States was to really pursue the dream of traveling. First, our passion, which is traveling and just seeing the world. And then you start thinking about what can we do turning our passion to something that is work, right? So that's kind of how we started. That was one of the biggest reasons that we got out of the corporate America. I think that's how we started. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, we just figured, ah, let's just make a video, see what happens. I'd never even watched YouTubers really, like travel YouTubers before I even lived in Spain. I guess since we didn't really have us tv here they're just like okay let's watch youtube has the app on the tv we'll start watching that and then uh you know you find all these other people and you kind of go down rabbit holes you're like oh well i'd probably do that too i could get on camera and talk and that's kind of how it started and now here we are you know so you're in yeah it started with the basically an idea turning your passion into something that is job that you can do it at full time that's still fun yeah and a lot of fun And what challenges have you faced as Americans moving to and living in Europe, and I guess globally, too? Just like anywhere else. I mean, America has the same thing. Vicky's went through the immigration process, become a U.S. citizen. Here, we clearly have the bureaucracy, which is very heavy here in Europe. It's uh, notorious in yeah. Europe and Spain as well. So that was a bit challenged. It's just the bureaucracy. Yeah. It's beyond imagination. Yeah. A lot of things. But on top of the bureaucracy, you also have to deal with it in another language. So you have the bureaucracy plus the language and just the language in general. Mm-hmm. Definitely adds a layer of frustration. And then, of course, here in Spain, if you're not familiar, it's all about eating hours. So in the U.S., It's very easy to eat all throughout the day. Here in Spain, there are set eating hours. If you don't eat in those eating hours, you're probably not going to find anything to eat. It was mind-boggling for us in the beginning that restaurant would only open four hours a day. Whereas we come from place, the restaurants usually open all day, right? So that was a big shift and that was biggest struggle. Like usually around noon when we're ready to eat lunch. That's not Spanish lunch hour. It doesn't start until two o'clock. So the kitchen isn't open. We were basically like trying to search for the place to eat just to eat lunch. (laughs) So now we're pretty used to it. But in the beginning, that was a that was really frustrating. And what's the best part about being an American in Valencia? As far as being an American in general, there's really no real set advantage, I guess, to being an American. There's an expat community, which most of the people we are friends with are Americans. So you do kind of have that relationship with Mm -hmm. other Americans here that understand your frustrations. But as far as just an actual advantage of being an American here, especially in Spain, if you don't speak Spanish, you, you have more disadvantages really than I would say advantages. Yeah. As an American, it's a big mind shift that you have to also go through. We come from business is meant for making money, whereas people here is 
more than money, their quality of life comes first before making money. So I think as American, that was more of a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And you spoke about the American expat community there. So you found support from them. Can you speak more about the community of American expats there? Here in Spain, there are, of course, like Facebook groups for Americans, expats living here in Valencia and specifically. So we do have some friends that are Americans and you definitely have that connection with people that are here. I mean, even living abroad. I mean, I taught English in South Korea and typically the teachers that I would work with are not always Americans, but they're mostly Americans that I would work with. You definitely have that group of core people that you're with who completely understand everything you're going through and you're going through the same situations with these people that understand each other. I think that other than the Facebook groups, outside of that, a lot of people meet up at whether it's language exchanges or going out for Easter dinner or whatever it is, you can definitely rely on some groups here that you can meet up with and exchange your Americanism, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I think the Americans are generally a lot more friendly more and more approachable, in my opinion, than the other people from different countries. It might be more with the culture. And when they find out they're also American, they are pretty supportive, I think. Yeah. Who makes up the American expat community in Valencia? Retirees, digital nomads, those on corporate assignment? It's going to be mostly retirees here, especially in Spain and in Valencia in particular. It's going to be retirees. Now, there is a new digital nomad visa that Spain is supposedly coming up with, which will help more people move here that are looking to work remotely. I don't know exactly how that new visa will work, but a lot of the visas you're going to get to move to Spain are going to be like retirement style visas. So that makes up a lot of the community. And finally, taxes and voting from overseas will keep you connected to the U.S., Do you think the U.S. government could better engage with Americans living overseas? And do you think online platforms like ACA's writing campaigns on various issues, do they help to keep you better informed and engaged with what's going on in the U.S.? Filing taxes is always a really good time. We've already done that. But as far as the U.S. government being better engaged, we visited the consulate here a couple of times. Of course, they could be better engaged, but I guess also... As someone who lives abroad, I should probably seek out the engagement. So there may be more resources available than I would know. So I've checked out your guys' website. It looks like you guys have a ton to offer that, to be honest with you, I didn't even know it was around all the things that you guys offer until you connected with us. And now we're able to see, oh, you guys offer a lot of things that would be very helpful for us. But as far as the U.S. government is involved, Sure. I mean, they could always be better, but I think I could be better too. So far, has living abroad changed you, your outlook on life, or your view of the world? I think so. We're not a stranger to live abroad, but it's first time living in Europe for us. So I believe living abroad definitely brings out tremendous value. When you live abroad, you are out of the comfort zone, right? So you learn different culture, language, food, and many more. You see how other people live differently than what you're used to. I think it broadens and deepens your perspective and increases your culture adaptability. And also gives you an opportunity to rethink of your life that what's really important. And I feel like it's more a world as a whole rather than just 
me, my life. Yeah, I also think when it comes to broadening your horizons, there are many things as Americans we say, oh, that would never work here in America. Until you see it, it works perfectly well in other countries, especially here in Spain. If someone else who thought that couldn't work here in America would come here and see how well it works here, then it might change their perspective like it did ours. Yeah, just for example, that I briefly mentioned earlier, like restaurants are only open for four hours. It's mind-boggling, right? It's just, uh, oh, wow, you run the restaurant to make money, but how do you only open for four hours? Why are you closing your kitchen and all that kind of thing? But it works out perfectly for them because they value the quality of life and the time that they spent with their family and friends more than just the money itself. I guess it shifts your perspective and makes you rethink that, oh, I guess you can live that way too. I mean, it's this works. It's just a lot of different things and you learn from. And do you think you want to live in other countries? Yeah, I'm sure we'll live in other countries. I mean, who knows where we end up a year from now? We have no idea. I mean, we like to live and experience different things. Yes. So. so traveling, again, we just talked about how it broadens your horizon and perspective and culture adaptability and all that stuff. So yeah, I think we'll definitely want to experience more. There are so many places to see, which is also one of the reasons that we started a YouTube channel to see the world. So I think I think we 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 may. <laughs> yeah. And what piece of advice would you give an American who is considering relocating abroad? I would say plan your move. Not just financially, but you have to do it mentally too. You really have to envision, okay, this is where I can see myself for a long time. At the end of the day, once you move and it's great and you're in your honeymoon stage, that will end. And then you are in the reality of you're alone or you might be with your spouse or kids or whatever. But you're away from your friends and family. So you have to keep an open mind. And sometimes when people struggle more when they live abroad is because they weren't really ready to immerse themselves in that different culture and a different people because it time to time it gets frustrating right you're away from friends and family you're away from everything that you're used to so i think keep an open mind try new things get out of your comfort zone and also to connect with the expert groups just like we mentioned earlier like facebook another community because as much as you learned a new culture and everything, you still do need that piece of home, right? And your friends from the same place. So I think that's also a great way to remember. Yeah. Thanks, Vicky and Josh, for taking the time to join us today. Absolutely. Yeah, well, was, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. The American Citizens Abroad podcast is a monthly podcast that is published the second Tuesday of each month. It is edited and produced by me, Michelle, and is a product of American Citizens Abroad. You can find us on Twitter at ACA underscore podcast on Facebook at American Citizens Abroad Podcast, or you can email us at podcast at americansabroad.org. Remember, give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts so other Americans living abroad can find us.